Welcome to The Lorraine Murphy Show. If you're anything like me, you want a successful, abundant business, epic energy, a growth mindset, vibrant health, and beautiful relationships. And this podcast sets out to help us achieve all of that together. I've been in the entrepreneurship arena for almost a decade now and have mentored hundreds of other business owners. So I know what goes on behind the scenes and what it takes to succeed. This podcast shares the tips, tricks, learnings, and lessons I lean on in order to blend the different facets of my life as an entrepreneur, author, wife, and mama to two gorgeous little humans. Let's jump in to today's episode. Hello, and welcome to an episode of The Lorraine Murphy Show. It has been a bit of a beat between episodes, hasn't it? I last did an episode back in June, which I think I'm pretty sure that is the biggest gap since I started the show. Actually, maybe Babyland. Maybe Babyland was was longer than that with Wilder last year. So yeah, this week I wanted to have a little chat just to catch up with you. I hope, hope you're well. How's life? <laughs> so I'd actually planned to batch episodes back in June because I was had a, we had a, a family Euro trip adventure in July. So I had planned to batch episodes. I was like, I'm going to have episodes going up every week just because I'm away doesn't mean people aren't going to get a podcast episode. And then we got the flu. So I think Lexi was patient zero. Then Wilder got it. Then I got it. And then Wade got it. And I actually just thought we had a cold because we weren't like super sick. We just like felt icky. Like I did a, a rat test on myself and Lexi just to check and we were clear. And then Wade, because he's uh, doing this contract with the army, if he has any respiratory issues at all, he has to get a PCR test. It's, it's army policy. So he did uh, a PCR and found out that we all had the flu. We had the lovely influenza A and myself and Wade had never had the flu. So that was, yeah, pretty, pretty crazy that we finally got it for the first time. And so, yeah, we were all sick for like two weeks. It was just like low grade sick, like just annoying, just couldn't shake it type sick. And then, yeah, I was fully like getting all my mentees sorted before I went away. And then we went away. So yeah, it's, it's been hence, hence the beat since episodes. So yeah, just wanted to have a, a bit of a catch up this week and just fill you in on what's been going on over here and get you across some of the plans I have coming up as well. So in July, we headed back to Ireland. So it had been three years since I had been back home, which is just crazy. So we packed everyone up and we headed back. So all four of us flew together. And <laughs> because my last flight with the kids was me flying back on an overnight flight from Bali. And that Bali flight is a horrible flight because you take off at, you take off at midnight Sydney time, but then you're landing at like 4am Bali time or something. It's just, it's just a horrible flight. So yeah, that was my last flight was coming back with them on that. And bless them. They were both amazing on it. But yeah, just flying with Wade, we were heading to that to that flight. And I was going, this is fine. Like there's two of us. This is amazing. This is so easy compared to doing it all by myself. Like I did last time. So yeah, we, we headed back. It was 20 hours. I actually set the timer on my phone, the stopwatch on my phone for the second we got in the cab until at our house, until we got to my sister's house in Dublin and it was 28 hours. So we were, we were in motion for 28 hours and it was Wade's, it was, sorry, it was Lexi's third time going back to Ireland. That'd be right. No, her fourth time going back to Ireland and it was Wilder's first time. So it was the first time he'd done a trip that long and it was actually fine. Like Lexi's such a rock star. She just sleeps. She's easy. She either slept or watched TV. She slept for a lot of the the first flight. So we fly to Abu Dhabi. So it's 14 hours to there and then it's eight hours to Dublin from Abu Dhabi. 
So she slept on a lot on the first one and then she watched TV, I'm not joking, for eight hours solid. From Abu Dhabi to Dublin, she watched TV constantly. <laughs> she was like, this is the best thing ever. And and Wilder's good. He just he just doesn't sleep as easily. He's also big. He's on you the whole time. So yeah, he, he didn't travel as easily. He was really happy, bless him. But yeah, he's just not as, he just can't sleep as easy as Lexi seems to be able to on a plane. So yeah, my mom picked us up at the airport, my mom and dad, and we went to my sister's house. So we stayed with my sister when we were there. And yeah, it was just so amazing being reunited with family and then meeting Wilder for the first time. I had a one-year-old they hadn't met before, and my sister has a, he just turned two last week, had an almost two-year-old that I had never met before. I mean, honestly, the COVID crazy. So many, so many memories missed out on with, with families due to all of this. So anyway, we got home and it was amazing to see everyone. And it just felt really nice to be back in Ireland. And I think a huge contributing, contributing factor was, of course, the fact that we hadn't been back for so long. But also there was this epic heat wave when we were back in Ireland. So we had a whole week of, actually it was 10 days of glorious sunshine. It was like a different country. It was amazing. I loved it. So, and I also just felt really grounded. I felt really, really nice just to be back, connecting back in with my roots in a way. I'd never felt that before going back to Ireland, just that sense of, yeah, back to my roots, grounded, like a really deep connection with with where I am from. And then to have Lexi and Wilder experience that, particularly Lexi, because she's that bit older, was was really, really special. And we had, um, so we stayed with my sister and her husband and their two kids. So she has a three and a half year old and a, he's just turned two year old. So you can imagine it was a madhouse. So four kids, four adults, but it was so fun. And we got back to Australia uh, when we, yeah, when we, we arrived back in Sydney. And I just said to Wade, like, even though it was crazy and there was constantly kids screaming or someone having an argument, as in kids having an argument about something. It was just so fun to actually do it with someone else, with other people, with other grownups, and just to be able to chat while you're cleaning up after breakfast or yeah, just, just hanging out. It was really, really lovely. I loved it. And just to see Lexi with her little cousin, like her and Fia were just joined at the hip for the entire time. We hardly saw Lexi the whole time we were there. And it was just really, really cool to, yeah, just see her have like cousins and, and just that connection. I'm from a very, very big family. I'm one of 25 cousins on my mom's side and eight on my dad's side, I think, something like that. So yeah, I've got a shit ton of cousins. So just having all that, yeah, just just seeing her experience the dynamic that I grew up with was was really, really amazing. And then we headed down to County Kerry. So we went to Kerry for a family wedding. My cousin got married down there. And so we had a three-night holiday in Ireland, which was awesome. I hadn't had a holiday in Ireland for so long. And we still had the heat wave. Um, the wedding was brilliant fun. They had an Irish Cayley band, which is like an Irish traditional music band, but they were playing like contemporary music. It was brilliant. They had a whole like set dance part that I got to get up and do set dancing. It was just brilliant. It was really, really fun. And, and then after that, then, oh, sorry, when I was in Ireland, I did like a 24 hours of power of work. So I, had planned it. I, I had, I'd planned it as much as possible that I wouldn't work when I was over there, but I had 24 hours of power, <laughs> which was almost literally 24 hours of power. So I had MNT flew over from the UK to spend a VIP day with me in Dublin. And that was really cool. I booked an office space, a meeting room in this stunning Georgian townhouse. It was just gorgeous. And I just hosted her and then we went 
uh, we hosted, I just opened the door and she was just there. And she was actually one of my old membership group is my, my old group called my, my, my alumni club. She was one of them and we'd never met in person. We'd done some mentoring. We did a three month block of mentoring, power quota mentoring together, but we had never met. So just yeah, to open the door and she was just standing on the doorstep. It was like, Oh my God, you're here. This is so surreal and so fun. So we had a really good morning mapping out her new business concept. And then we went for a beautiful lunch at a really lovely hotel in Dublin and then came back for another afternoon of a couple of hours of power just to get her really, really clear on her actions before she headed back to the UK. So I had that day with her. And then that evening, then I had, well, overnight, I had my bowl darling membership group. So every month I have two sessions with my Bull Darling membership group. So the first is a masterclass with me on the, the theme. So every month we have a theme. So I host a masterclass on that theme. And then two weeks later, then we have our expert workshop, which is where I get brilliant speakers to come in and, and elaborate on that theme and create their, their own input on that theme as well. So I, <laughs> because the sessions are at 12 o'clock, 12.30 Sydney time, it was what, no, it was 12 o'clock Sydney time. So it was 3 a.m. Irish time. And my sister's house, like I couldn't be presenting in the middle of the night because I would wake the entire house. And also I just didn't feel their internet was robust enough to handle Zoom. So we booked to stay in a hotel and we actually stayed in this gorgeous hotel called Barberstown Castle, which is a thousand year old castle. And then, so there's the original part of the castle's there. And then there's, there's a whole like beautiful kind of like a stately home style hotel built onto it. So I was, of course, would have loved to go there on my own, but Wilder still was still waking up for feeds most nights. So I was like, I have to bring Wilder, but then I can't go and present in the lobby in the middle of the night and leave Wilder on his own, the ho- on his own in the hotel room. So I brought Wade. So yeah, the three of us went and checked into Barberstown Castle for the night and it was just so beautiful. Wade was just in all, we somehow connected with the hotel manager as we were walking through the car park and he took us up to show us the original castle and got to stand on the roof there. And it was just, yeah, it was just really, really special. So I got up, I set my alarm for 2.30 in the morning, got up, did makeup, <laughs> got dressed and then went to present in the lobby of the hotel. And I was kind of two thirds of the way through the session. I was presenting on scaling your business and I just had this realization of Lorraine, you're in a thousand year old castle. Chances are there's a few ghosts and spirits floating around this place. And then I got really freaked out. <laughs> and the night watchman was only like in the reception next door, but I, yeah, I was fully wigging out at some at one point. So yeah, did that, went back to bed. My alarm went off again at 6.30 in the morning and I got on calls. So I had two, two or three, I think it was two mentoring calls with power quarter mentees. And, and then finished at 10. Is that right? No, I think I had three calls. I had three calls. And then, yeah, finished at 10. And then we, we had breakfast and that was my, my kind of 24 hours of power of work. And then while we were away, I checked in, obviously checking in each week with my mentees. And I had a couple of SOS calls, which is what I call them when mentees are just like, something's going down. I need you on this with me now. So I had a couple of SOS calls when I was away as well. But yeah, that, that was the sum total of work and, and how that worked while I was away. So just felt really good to be able to be on when I was needed, to, when I needed to be on. And I guess just have that flexibility, you know, to take a month off. And be able to go back to Ireland and, and do our, our, our Spain trip as well and just feel that, yeah, cool. But this is, this is all very manageable. It was, it was really fun. And I think I've probably talked on the show a bit before about 
I used to think that having my own business would give me this unlimited freedom. And what I've experienced is it's not freedom because if any of you have your own business, you will know there's a huge amount of responsibility that comes with that. So I've really reframed that over the years and thought about instead of my business giving me freedom, it gives me flexibility. And I had so much flexibility to go home and and do that trip and have so much time with family. It was really, really, really amazing. And just know that those experiences where I'm just really grateful to have my business and and everything that it creates for me and and our family. It's it's really amazing. And so then we went to Spain, we went to España. So we went to Spain for 10 days on holiday and we went to the Costa Blanca. So we stayed near Alicante and I've got a cousin there. She's been there for a year and a half. So I got to spend lots of time with her and uh, yeah, it was just beautiful. We stayed in a pretty basic apartment because we only booked, I mean, we booked the trip reasonably late. When do we book Spain? I booked it when I was in Bali in May. So yeah, found this like two bedroom, pretty basic apartment. Uh, it had no pool or anything, but we could see the ocean from our living room. Like we had a really beautiful ocean view. And the only challenge was there was a full on disco bar right underneath us. So from six every evening, it was disco central as in dance music, whatever. But it was really strange. Like back in Sydney, that would drive me absolutely ape shit to have that level of noise. And it just didn't seem to bother us. It kind of turned into white noise. But Lexi, bless her, would go out on the balcony every night at bedtime and just like watch everyone partying and just was fascinated. It was almost like a trip to the zoo for her, just watching everyone and (laughs) dancing and partying and drinking or whatever. It was pretty funny. I'm like, Lexi, go to bed. And and so, yeah, I had some really beautiful hikes. I got quite into hiking when I was in Spain. It reminded me a lot of like LA, that kind of landscape. So I found this brilliant app, which you should really get on if, if you're into bushwalks or anything at all. It's called All Trails. And what it actually does is it, 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 you get the app and then you log in or whatever. And then it can tell where you are on your location services, whatever you call it. And then what it does is it recommends, um, walks or cycles near you or bike tracks, whatever you call it. So yeah, so I just said, okay, I'm here. And I found this amazing walk where, and it's just amazing the tech on it because I w- I was fully off, off the kind of beaten track. Like I found this hill and it just said, start walking. And it's got all the tiniest little bush tracks on this app. And then if you go too far, like one, at one point I went the wrong way. I took the, I just kept going straight. I missed the turn off onto another little track. And it gives you a little notification on your phone to say that you've gone off off course and to kind of come back and get back on course. So yeah, massive win was the All Trails app. So I found a really cool hike. I went hiking really early one morning. Um, and then after that, I went for breakfast and had a whole planning morning just to really think about the business and where I want to be this time next year. And then track that back all the way to my quarterly plan that I was going to implement when I got back to Australia. So that was a really, really cool day. I really, really loved it. And something I found, so I booked this trip because my cousin was in that area and I thought it'd be a really good opportunity to see where she lived and spend some time with her. And then I was working with a mentor for the last three months and we were talking. I remember someone saying years ago that they had had this reading done of the whole earth and that it, this reading, reading, reading told them where they would vibrate the highest, like where their energy, their kind of energetic vibration would be highest in, in, in the whole world. 
And that sounded really fascinating to me. And I was chatting to my mentor about it and saying, have you heard of this thing? And she said, oh yeah, yeah, it's called astrocartography. So she said, I'll send you a link. So she sent me a link where you can pretty much enter your date of birth, your place of birth, and your time of birth. And it will spit back this massive map of the world with like these lines going everywhere. It looks crazy. But each of those lines represents something about your energy. And what I found, so we had already booked this trip to Spain. And then my mentor was talking about this. It was actually on my mentoring call. Uh, one of my, I had a call with her each week when I was in Ireland. And I was on my call with her then. And I, I did it after a session when she told me about this uh, astrocartography thing. And when I looked at it, it's amazing. There's this line going straight through Villa Joyosa, which is where we stayed in Spain. There was a black line going straight through there. And when I looked up the meaning of this line on, the, on this reading online, it's a free, free online reading. When I looked at it, it told me that this was a, yeah, it's, it's a really positive place for me to be. So it was just really fascinating. So of course, Wade did his, we did Wilder's, we did Lexi's. And Lexi had a line going right through Dublin, a really, really positive line. How she felt really supported and really confident in Dublin. And she loved Dublin. Like it's, I reckon it's up there with the happiest I've ever seen her was, was her time in Dublin. So, so yeah, astrocartography is my new find. I've got all my friends doing it. <laughs> it's really cool. So yeah, I really, really enjoyed being in Spain. I think that, that makes sense. Like that vibration where we were staying, we, we, we adored it. The only thing I wasn't so in love with was the food. I think I thought that it would be like more like Italian food. It was quite traditional, like really, really simple, lots of fresh seafood. But Lexi just said to me the other day here back in Sydney, she said, Mama, I feel like when we went to Spain, like we just had the same things all the time at the cafes. And I said, really, baby, what do, what do you think we had lots of? And she said, white bread and salads. <laughs> I was going, yeah, that's pretty much what you lived on over there. So yeah, I was a bit disappointed with the food. And I was chatting to one of my besties, Emily, is living in Portugal now. And she said, Portugal's the same. She said, even to try and find like anything kind of unusual or exciting or what we would consider probably normal in Australian cuisine, even in the supermarket, she said she finds it really hard to track stuff down. So I thought that was interesting because I, I, Wade and I have done a couple of trips to Italy when we've done that Ireland holiday and we, we've kind of done a, an Italy trip halfway between the Ireland it, to break up the Ireland bit. And of course, Italy is just, I mean, the best food in the world, I think. And yeah, it, it wasn't Italian food. Let's just say that. So yeah, we had 10 days in Spain, which we loved. And then we came back to Ireland and we had five more days just to, yeah, I got to catch up with a couple of my besties, did some shopping. And I just started to feel quite anxious two days before we were leaving. I think, of course, the trip kind of looming. And then also it's so exciting leaving to go. It was so exciting leaving to go on that trip because hadn't seen family stuff for so long. It was massive novelty and there was just so much excitement about seeing everyone. And on the last night before we left, I could hear Lexi and Jamie and Fia in the bathroom brushing their teeth together and I just burst into tears. <laughs> and Wade was packing next to me. He's like, what's your problem? <laughs> I just said, I'm just so sad. This is so special that they've had all this time together and now you know, we're going back to Australia and we won't, won't see them again until probably, you know, very, very soon. It's going to be next year. So yeah, I felt quite sad coming back. And also, of course, we we're in Ireland and Spain, which was height of summer and coming back to Aussie winter and it being dark at 5 p.m. I was going, no. So yeah, I did feel quite anxious coming back. And then what I tried to do was just to make re-entry as easy as humanly possible. 
So I organized dinner ladies to be delivered on the day we got back. I organized Harris Farm, like just the basics to be delivered as well. And I arranged for our cleaners to come in the day before we, we came back. And then I asked our beautiful nanny to come in on the afternoon before we came back. The, the afternoon of the day we came back to unpack all the groceries and the food, get it all away in the freezer. And, and also to put fresh sheets on our bed and just open up the house. And she'd open up the house to air it a bit because I was worried about the rain as well. There'd been so much rain when we were away. And yeah, so she opened up the house uh, for a couple of days and sunny days just to get some, some air moving through and let it all kind of air out as well. So yeah, coming back just felt like, okay, this is as easy as I can possibly make it. And it's really, I feel we were back through, it, it will be four weeks actually by the time you're listening to this this Friday it's almost four weeks since we got back but I really feel it took three weeks to get back into it all as into having a routine and having a school run and <laughs> having work hours again like we really did switch off for a month which was really special and I think the other thing that felt a bit complicated coming back was making the decision to start weaning Wilder so I fed Lexi for 13 months and Wilder was gone past 13 months which is fine but I really was starting to feel tired and he was still waking up most nights for a feed as well, uh, whereas Lexi slept through from six weeks. So this was very new territory to me, for me and just felt, yeah, just just tired and, and also just quite excited to have a bit more freedom myself to be able to go and have a night away or, you know, heaven forbid, leave the house at 6 p.m., <laughs> So yeah, that, that was a bit of a journey for the last couple of weeks. Just that sadness of saying, okay, we're that, that, that chapter for him and I is, is closing. And at the same time, having on the, the flip side, the sense of just total excitement about the freedom for Wade and I to go and have a night in a hotel or for me to go away with some friends or just to be able to do a retreat. And I'm hosting my own retreat in October in New Surf to three night retreat. So I was also conscious I'm going to be away for four nights for that. So. I was just conscious of that as well, that I wanted to start us getting ready, getting getting him and I both ready to, to be apart for those four nights in October. So yeah, very, very mixed bag of emotions. I think a lot of grief as well. Just thinking back around, yeah, that, that feeding journey we've been on. And I remember with Lexi when I weaned her, oh, about three months later, I offered her my boob and she just looked at me like, what are you doing? Why are you putting that in my face? <laughs> I just had this idea of God, you just don't remember that at all, do you? That 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 connection, it's so it's so intense when it's it's act it's it's active. But once it's not active anymore, like it really, yeah, every, everyone moves on. So someone said to me a while ago that parenting is is just the process of letting go again and again and again. And it really did feel like that. It's it's felt like that. And and I feel like I found peace with it now. It definitely feels like the right time for him and I. So we've been talking a lot. I started talking to him about three weeks ago about the fact that we're going to start dropping back feeds and drop the morning. I just read, I actually found it very hard to find any information online around guiding you to weaning. So yeah, I found that, found that interesting. So yeah, they, I found some advice online that said, just drop the, the feed that your child is least attached to. So dropped kind of the, the post, um, post morning nap feed and, and then started to drop the, evening yeah evening feed and and then we were down to morning and night and then just three mornings ago he just didn't really look for anything in the morning so we've dropped morning now and I reckon oh as I'm recording this we'll probably stop tomorrow 
the last day of, of August tomorrow and we've got our first Mama Wilder Day. So I've whole other thing, I've shifted my work week around just to manage my energy better and, and to serve him better. So yeah, we'll have a whole day tomorrow together, him and I. And I think, I think, yeah, last day of August will be, be our last day. And so, yeah, it's just that, that process, as I said, of, of letting go. And yeah, I think, I think that bet- between the re-entry, the, the weaning journey, getting back into routine, I just, I just really do. I, f- I felt quite lost for the last few weeks. And when I feel like that, I don't show up on Instagram. And I don't feel like I'm in a place that I want to create, whether it's podcasts or Instagram posts. So yeah, I feel like I've been kind of <clears throat> a bit quiet and not as visible as I probably normally would be on different channels. So yeah, and I think something that's really helping that kind of, yeah, I feel excited again over the last few days. And I think what is really helping that is I'm, I'm calling it my glow up. So if you're not familiar with the idea of a glow up, it's pretty much like an upgrade, whether it's a mental, physical, emotional, spiritual upgrade. And it comes from the idea that someone needs to grow up and then they get to glow up. So it's a, there's a maturity attached to the whole phrase glow up as well. So if you're familiar with my how I stepped into my sexuality episodes, I created a Make Lorraine Sexy Again list back in, oh my God, two years ago, 2020. And I really went gung-ho into feeling sexy again. So I guess the glow up is that, but with a, a dose of health and finance stuff in there as well. So I've really thought about, I'm heading into this next chapter. I've either been preparing to get pregnant, being pregnant, recovering from birth, or breastfeeding for two and a half years now, which is just crazy. So that's been, it's been a really big part of, it's been probably, I would argue, the biggest part of the last two and a half years. So I really feel there's a whole new chapter coming. And I was actually mentoring one of my mentees today and talking about the the opportunity that spring come, brings with it to declutter and, and bring that fresh energy back in. And I think there's probably a good dose of spring energy kind of buzzing about me at the moment as well. So yeah, so I've been really thinking about what are those things that I really want to do to to upgrade me in, in this next chapter. So I've made a list. <laughs> And the first part of that is to get get really fit, get really strong. I've been doing yoga, doing a lot of walking. I feel like my body is pretty close to, I mean, it's pretty much back to what it was pre-Wilder, but I want to get strong. I want a booty. I've got a quite a heavy child that I pick up several times a day. So I, yeah, I want to be strong for the first time in my life. I want to look strong. I want to feel strong. So that's that's the kind of the mission at hand when it comes to that physical glow up. So I'm starting 75 hard again. So I started it yesterday. I'm on day two as I'm recording this. And I'm really excited for that just to give me that focus, that that structure. And it's amazing how, so just to explain, if you're not familiar with 75 hard, I did it this time last year. And it is, you do it for 75 days, clues in the name, 75 hard. And then you, every day you need to do two 45 minute workouts, one of which needs to be outside. You need to drink four liters of water, uh, follow a diet, whatever that diet you choose to, to, to follow is, read 10 pages of a nonfiction book and take a progress photo and no alcohol, no alcohol or cheat meals. So I did that last year for the 75 days and I loved it. So you can, if you want to stalk back on my Insta, you can see my before and afters on that. And then, so I decided to do it again, but because I've done it before, the app doesn't give you the option to do 75 hard again. So instead I'm doing phase one, they call it. So that's all of the above, plus a daily visualization, which I'm making my, my daily meditation, uh, a five-minute cold shower, which I have to say, that's been 
I did 30 seconds this morning and then I'm going to double it each day. So I did 30 seconds today. I'll do 60 seconds tomorrow. Lexi was sitting on the toilet counting for me. One, two, three. I was like, Lexi, you need to count faster. (laughs) Not coping under this cold shower this morning, Lexi. So yeah. And then there's your eight power tasks on your list, which is fine. Like I'm pretty, pretty good with that anyway. And feck, there's one other thing. I'll dig it out in a second and tell you. So yeah, I'm doing that. So I'm on day two. And it's just really fascinating because you you need to get that workout in. And my, my second workout, I'm making, hitting my 10,000 steps each day. And I'm just looking at this. No, that's everything. It's everything I just talked about. I covered it all. So yeah, like today, I finished work at 4.35 with my mentee. And I had only done 6,000 steps, I think, today. And I said, so yeah, I went for a walk. So I just booted out for 40 minutes and... Did, did a power walk and, and got my steps in. So, and uh, so yeah, and I'm starting it wades away for most of this week as well. So I've got the yoga glow app and I did a 45 minute yoga class this morning before the kids got up. So yeah, I'm really, really excited for that. I've also got a new PT. So she's, yeah, I'm really impressed. She's super hot. I'm like, I want to look like you. So yeah, this is good. So I, she's got a really, really cool studio as well. So I've done like outdoor PT with a great PT before, but I just, I quite like the studio and having all the equipment around and everything. So I started with her yesterday, bit achy today, which is great. So I'll be seeing her twice a week. And then aside from that, then doing yoga sessions at home and so on as well. So yeah, that, that's a big part of the, the glow up is to physically, <clears throat> I want to say transform, glow up, I guess. The other thing is underwear. Oh, I will be putting away my nursing bras. Very, 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 it's probably the thing I'm most excited about, to be honest, is going and actually getting some really beautiful underwear again. It just makes such a difference to me when I'm wearing something really beautiful under my clothes, even if I'm the only one that's going to see it all day. So planning a bit of an underwear shopping spree over the next week or so, which I'm very excited about. And and the other part of the globe is just having really exciting things to look forward to. I feel like these last three years of COVID crazy, we've kind of forgotten how to make plans and to be out in the world and, and being excited. So the trip obviously was a huge thing to look forward to. And so what Wade and I actually did the week before last is we sat down and mapped out the rest of the year. So the trips we want to do. So I'm turning 40 in November. We're also going to be celebrating our 10th wedding anniversary. And I want to have some time away with Wade. I want to have some time away on my own. We're going down to Victoria to see some of his family. So yeah, just booking shit in that I'm excited to do. That feels like very glow up to me. And and then, yeah, just clearing. I've got some overdue health things like pap smear, um, doing a skin cancer check. Like it's it's pretty boring stuff, but essential that I've been putting on the back burner. So that just feels really good to be prioritizing my health as well and, and looking after those things. And, and just having fun. <laughs> just want to have fun. So yeah, there's some, some things I want to do just to, yeah, have, have some excitement going again. I think the, those baby, baby days, there's, there's a lot of routine. I've been with Wilder every evening for 14 months. Like I can't get my head around that. I will though say I left him for the first time on Saturday night. Lexi and I went down for a, a Mama Lexi sleepover in Bondi, which was really, really fun. And it was fine. Like he was fine. Uh, and it worked well because Wade was leading the charge with the night weaning. So it was a good night to kind of go away and get him adjusted to that. So, so yeah, that's, that's the glow up. I'm really, really excited for that. And oh, the other thing is just tidying up finances. So 
rebudgeting for myself and Wade, getting really clear on savings goals, just tidying everything up. Um, yeah, it feels like a really good time to do that. So, so yeah, that's the glow up, which I'm really, really excited about. And it's just giving me some direction and some focus and has, yeah, eased that sense of like directionless that I was feeling. I think it was, you know, stopping feeding Wilder, not going on the trip. Sorry, having done our big trip, that was a big focus for, for many months. Yeah, it just feels really nice to have something to move towards. I think we can get, it can be quite easy to feel a bit lost when we don't have anything we're moving towards. So I'm really, really, really excited to be doing all that. And I'm also really excited about the business. So there's been lots going on in the business. So my Bold Darling mentoring group is is going beautifully. So in July, our monthly focus was scaling and sales. And then August, we had spirituality. So we're just coming to the end of our spirituality month. And we, um, I, uh, my session was how to build a sorry, how to build a soul aligned business. And then our expert this month was Nicole Bayless, who created this incredible, we talked a lot about the spiritual blocks that we experience as part of building businesses. And then she guided us on this 15, I think it was only 15 minutes, but oh my God, it was so potent. A 15 minute healing meditation. It was incredible. So yeah, that was spirituality. And then this month in September, our theme is profile and influence. So this is very much my happy place <laughs> talking about this because I really do believe so much of the success of my first business. And then as a result, the second business and getting to do four books and all of the cool things has been so helped along by the fact that I very intentionally built up my business's profile and also my my own personal profile as well in order to do that. So yeah, I'm really, really excited for this month um, to, to have that focus with the group. And and then I'm hosting my retreats. I already mentioned I'm hosting a retreat in Noosa in October. So it's a four-day, three-night retreat. It's in Amara uh, retreat venue, which is a 44 hectare acre. I never know the difference, but it's beautiful and it's in nature and we're going to have incredible food. I'm going to host a workshop every day and then the afternoon it's it's called go inwards time so it's just time for our guests just to fully unwind to read to have a nap to have a chat to other guests to pop into Noosa to yeah go to the beach do some shopping and and then I've got my incredible friend Claire Obeid coming and she is there to be our spiritual guide for the sessions or for the, for the retreat so she'll be hosting morning miracle mornings and I have never experienced what I've experienced in, like I've experienced in Clara's classes, because what she does is you feel like you're doing yoga, but it's it's actually really, really deep energy healing. She weaves in breath work. She weaves in tapping. She's actually going to do a standalone session for the group on shamanic breath work, which is something that I experienced for the first time on my Bali trip in May. And it was transcendent. I loved it. So I was so happy when she offered to do that for the group as well, because I think it'll be really, really powerful. So yeah, I'm really, really excited to host that group because I hosted a similar retreat in February last year and in the same venue. And one of my goals for last year was to go on a health retreat. And I felt so good coming back from the retreat that I had hosted <laughs> that I didn't even feel the need to go on, on a health retreat and I didn't end up needing to go on one. So so yeah, I'm really, really excited to host that. I love working with Claire. The group that's coming is beautiful, like so many brilliant women coming. And and there are still a handful of spots. So we're down to the last handful of spots. So if that's calling you and four days just to really stop, pause, breathe, unwind, really connect on a deep level back in with yourself, 
with your vision, the purpose, your, your, the vision you have for your business, your own purpose, your business's purpose. And I have to say, just seeing women walk in on that first day of the retreat and seeing them walk out on the last day, it is so incredibly rewarding. And so it's, 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 it's magical to see the difference that women can experience in just three nights away, you know, three nights away from the kind of wallpaper and the, the, the requirements and the commitments and the demands on them of out, 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 out external, their normal life, you know, external to them. It's, it's really, really special. So yeah, if that's calling to you and you've got little, little butterflies or little goosebumps as I'm talking about that experience, please do, do uh, check it out. I'll put a link in the, the show notes and you can check it out on my Insta profile as well. So we're down to the last handful of, um, as spots, as I said, and I'm just getting, getting all the gifts organized for the rooms. And I've got this ceremonial cacao that I bought in Bali back in May in the freezer, ready to go for our welcoming cacao and yin yoga ceremony. So yeah, really, really excited to do that. And I'm also mentoring. So I've got my power quarter mentees and I've got my annual mentee. So yeah, I, again, if you are, if you've been kind of thinking about doing some work with me, mentoring work, this would be the time to reach out because I have a couple of spots opening in November and then that will be it until late March. So I'm really focusing the first quarter next year on my annual mentees and a couple of power quarter mentees who've already booked in. So, so yeah, this is our time right now. <laughs> Other than that, yeah, aside from that, it's going to be March starting. So yeah, I'll pop a link in the show notes to mentoring as well. And, and then I'm launching Bold Darling again in October. So I'm opening doors again. So this will be the third time this year. Next year, I'll only launch it twice. And I was just thinking, what if I just made this launch super fun and it just felt like a big, awesome party, what would that look like? And that's what I've designed for this launch. I'm really, really excited. It's something I haven't done before ever. And whether it's, you know, as a launch or not as part of a launch, and it's just going to be really fun. It's going to add epic value to people and their businesses. So yeah, I'm really, really excited to do that. I've got a, a wait list. So if you want to be first to know what it's all about, I'll be announcing it next week. But if you want to be first first to know, then just jump on. I'll pop a link in the show notes as well for you to, for you to go and, and, and add to that. So it's it's not a retreat. It's, it's not an in-person experience. I'm going to start talking about that type. No, that's it. It's, it's not a retreat. That's enough that I will say. October is my retreat. But um, yeah, it's going to be super fun. And I'm, I'm really, really excited to do that. So I'll pop a link in the show notes. And yeah, get yourself in there. And you'll be the very, very first to know about that as well. So this season will run until the end of October. So yeah, stay tuned for an episode every Friday for the next few weeks. And yeah, if, if the, the Bold Darling retreat in October is calling you, please do let me know as soon as you can. I really do believe that this will be the best investment these guests have ever made in themselves and in their businesses because, yeah, when we invest in ourselves and we get ourselves back to that beautiful overflowing tank of energy where we feel lit up and grateful and the kind of resentment and stresses of everyday life can fall away, uh, everything changes. Our relationships change, our businesses change, everything changes. So, oh, I should also say, sorry, on the retreat, I forgot to say this. I won't be hosting any Australian retreats next year. So again, if, if a retreat with me is on your vision board or your wish list, as I know it is for quite a few people, thank you to those of you who that is the case for. Um, please do think about coming in October because we won't have that opportunity in Australia next year. So 
Sending all my love. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm very excited to talk more in next week's episode about what's coming in October. And yeah, sending sending all the love. I hope you have a wonderful day and thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of this week's episode. It was remarkable to have you. I am always keen to hear your thoughts, questions, ideas and suggestions for future topics for the podcast. So please get in touch on Instagram. My handle is at Lorraine Remarks and through my website, LorraineMurphy.com.au. If you're enjoying what I'm putting out here, please do rate, review or subscribe to the podcast so more people can find out about it and we can build this special community or even better, do all three. Chat to you next week.